the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to SDRC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Alpha Site Logistics, serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Don't go out unprepared, especially in the desert. Call 760-362-8383. Give the gang a call. Tell them you heard it right here on S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. All right, Ed, what do you got for us today? Man, you got, well, hey, Ed, you got a ton. Well, I, I printed an email out. Oh, so, gotcha. Do you remember last year we did a cleanup? So S-D-O-R-C did a cleanup on Otai Mountain. Right. We, we did a cleanup. Uh, our secretary, Nicole, had driven over it and noticed there was a lot of trash. Mm-hmm. So we organized the cleanup. And we picked up a lot of trash. We had a nice day out on the mountain. So the day after the cleanup, the guy from the Bureau of Land Management, who we had been coordinating the event with, contacted us and told us that the Border Patrol wants to close the west side gate of access to the mountain. Now, it's a big mountain, and there's a lot of roads on it, mm-hmm. but there's only two access points, one on the east, one on the west. And they want to close the west one because there's been a lot of uh, smuggling, human smuggling, that the bad guys are picking up people who are walking across the border and they're driving them to a new life in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys know Otai Mountain. It's a big mountain in San Ysidro, right down by the border. And a portion of the mountain is on the border and there is no border wall right there. So there's a border wall from by the mountain all the way to the ocean. And then on the other side of the mountain uh to the east but there's a, a section there with no wall and so people walk across and they walk up the mountain and then the other guys pick them up and take them to their new wherever they're going um so there's been a lot of that activity and the border patrol has asked to have that gate closed and who are they asking there's a campground at the bottom of the mountain there po pico campground and the campground owns a small portion of the land that the gate crosses. Right? So they, um, they own the gate. The Border Patrol asked them to close the gate and lock it and not let anybody through unless they have a good reason. And at the time, they told us that off-roaders could go to the, the gate or, or they could go to the office and get the combination for the lock. 
and they could open the gate, let themselves through and close the gate. So we thought, well, that's not such a bad thing. And then we talked about uh, the uh, Mountain Dash uh, motorcycle ride, and I helped coordinate that event to give the Bureau of Land Management a good reason to keep the, the, the road open. That if they had a permit application saying this group wants to use the road, we, we would like to keep it open. Anyway, so we did the event. They didn't keep the road open. Like, like the gate's not just swung wide open now. So we did that cleanup, and we did that cleanup on National Public National Public Lands Day. And that's a big, day, big deal for the Bureau of Land Management. They really like to have something they can parade around and show what they're doing. So a few weeks ago, the guy from the BLM, the Palm Springs office who manages that area, contacted me and said, hey, do you want to coordinate another cleanup on Otai Mountain uh, this September, National Public Lands Day? And I said, well, we would like to. If that gate was open, we would do that. But without having access, it just doesn't feel right. And so I turned him down. And then I sent a letter to... uh, uh, what's uh, the woman's name from the, uh, the the public relations of the border patrol, uh, Amber, and she uh, she got back to me, uh, and this is what she said. So the the road is called Minnewawa. So she says access to the Minnewawa is controlled by management at Pio Pico, and from what I understand, they have been very good about allowing access for resource specific reasons. So. There's two problems with that first sentence. First of all, she says it's controlled by management at Pio Pico, which is true, but they have had their arm twisted by the Border Patrol. And told not to do anything. Because that road has been open for decades and decades, no problem. And all of a sudden, the Border Patrol wants it closed, and they Well, there's a lot it. more traffic coming across the border. I could see where their concerns would be. So she's pinning it on Pio Pico, but it's really her fault and her agency's fault. And then she says, they have been very good about allowing access for uh, resource-specific reasons. What's that? And what, what does that, that mean? Well, I'm not sure, but recreation is a valid resource. And they have not been allowing <coughs> recreational users to just freely go across the border. So there's, there's two, two problems there. Border Patrol supports and requests continued closure, but we do not have the final say. <clears throat> well who's going to go up against a federal agency like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that a cleanup day on the mountain would be something everyone supports, Border Patrol included. It is unfettered access that provides the opportunity for dangerous smuggling events to occur that give folks pause. Unfettered access. That word unfettered almost makes it sound dirty. Mm-hmm. Like there shouldn't be access. And it feels to me like that's just not the right word to use. I would like to share that since the gate has been locked, as of my last check in May, there has been only one smuggling load. Prior to that, there were 25 smuggling events between January 30th and March 2nd when the gate was locked. Those 25 vehicles held 40 smugglers and 107 undocumented migrants. That's 147 people, not including local citizens who could find themselves on the Minnewawa at the same time as the smugglers whose lives were in danger due to erratic, evasive driving on such a dangerous road. How, how do you suppose we get this lock? 
It's a magic lock. Did you yeah. notice they put that lock on that gate and nobody went up the hill? And uh, all, law, and, a, law and order is magically restored. But isn't that a magic lock? I we want should, that lock. Can we get copies so, of that? Well, so I can hang it on my fence and never, ever, ever worry about somebody coming in. I mean, I doesn't mean, that seem a little odd of a statement to you? I've I've been working land use uh, for <clears throat> off road I mean, vehicles. Come on, for a long for decades, and it, it's our our observation that uh, for management agencies, people who manage manage public land, the easiest way to manage land is to close it. Yeah. Exactly. Right? You put you close it. Signs, fence, it's done. gates. We don't have to worry about it. Anybody in there is automatically a bad guy. That's right. Well, that's that's the way it's, they want to run and the that's country. Why, <laughs> that's why we do these cleanups because we want to show good it, faith. Yeah, we show good faith. But they got to show good we, faith. We too. want we want to take away one reason to close an area or a trail. Right. Right. Oh, there's too much trash on the trail. We need to close it. So we, we pick up the trash. And you don't want to give money to us. I mean, they could hire you guys and say, hey, I will pay you $25 a head for each person who wants to come out and clean the mountain. Okay. I, I would have more people than I then know you what could to shake do with. a stick at. And then when you get all collect all the money, I guarantee you everybody would give it to STORC. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, see, this whole thing. I mean, I, I, why it was, I must be having a bad day because I keep thinking everybody thinks I'm stupid. You know, and that email kind of adds to it. Hey, let's take a quick break. <clears throat> By the way, Audrey's been on the line. Oh, Audrey's here? Hi, Audrey. Yeah, you forgot all about Audrey. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. This is Case S-T-O-R-C, Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. The answer. <clears throat> All right, folks, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. Now, you're going to go look for Wayne, and he's semi-retired, but he's still got a great staff, still got awesome tires from golf carts all the way up to semis, RVs. He's got a roadside assistance program. They've got it all, so don't think twice. Take a run down to Wayne Miller Tire. Right off 67, next to the, uh, actually, it's right next to CCC Motorsports and the drive-in movie. All right. Hey, we got Audrey someplace out in the desert, I'm sure. Is that you, Audrey? Are you there? Uh, no, Santee. I'm at Pacific Island Brewery in Santee for our off-road show and shine car show. Um, come on out one to five tonight at Pacific Island Brewery. We're here having a good time, just getting staged. Got a couple of vehicles coming in now. Uh, bring your truck down, your Jeep, your four by four, um, your dirt bike, anything like that, and show it off for the day. Hang out with us here at Pacific Island Brewery in Santee. Uh, there's a great group here. We got some barbecue. Sandra's sweet rolls, which oh my gosh, I ate one of those cinnamon rolls, and they are to die for. Um, and uh, we're just hanging out all day today, uh, drinking. I got a I got a beer in my hand, and I'm having a good time down here at, at Pacific Island Brewery. What's the address? Um, the address <laughs> is. Oh, let me get right over here to my flyer. Hold on. <laughs> just 
makes it easier yeah. to find. Pacific Island Brewery. You yeah. can type that in. Not also. everybody Googles. It's at 8665 Argent Street in Santee okay. off of Prospects. It's that back road between um, that goes to Costco in Santee. It's between um, that that goes to Prospects, and it's in the industrial center. So if you need to bring your tow your your car down here with a trailer, bring your car on down. There's plenty of parking, trailer parking over in the industrial lot behind us, and come on down and have a good time. It's People's Choice Awards, so even if you don't have a vehicle, come on down, hang out with us, have a beer. We got a raffle going on. I got a 22-inch light bar and a winch here um, donated to us by Kuapoa Aloha from Pacific Island Brewery for the raffle today. So $1 raffle tickets get you in for a winch or a light bar. I want a light and, bar uh, yeah, for your bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Light bar and wiring harness is, is here and um, $1 raffle tickets. And we're just out here hanging out until 5 o'clock tonight. Okay, so you'll be there till 5 o'clock. Okay, good yeah, deal. Thanks for being there, Audrey. Hey, so, uh, well, let's talk a little bit, just a teeny bit about the brewery. What kind of, what, I mean, are they uh, just beer, uh, and do they make their own? What, what's the deal? Well, well, let's, let's put Kuapoa Aloha on the air right here. Kuapoa Aloha, we're on live right now, and he is the owner of Pacific Island Brewery. Uh, he wants to know here... They want to know what kind of beer uh, do you have here and do you have available for us? And, and tell us a little bit more about the brewery. Aloha from Pacific Islander Beer Company. How are you guys today? We're doing fantastic, doing and that's exactly the way to promote your business. I appreciate that. Well, if you want to talk about beers, you know, we're all beer drinkers. So um, basically we have a whole range of beers from um, lagers, from ales to IPAs, double IPAs. So we even have a couple Islander beers. We have Lola, which is named after my mom. It's a, a Belgian. And then we have a pineapple, pale, hazy. And then we have a mango lager. So we have a good range of beers that, you know, anybody that can walk in the doorway is really going to have an opportunity to have a beer. So so what you're talking about, I mean, it's a family, sounds like a family-owned and operated brewery. And it's probably the same story that the Stone Brothers, our buddies, did. They were in a garage making beer, tasted pretty good. Buddies thought it was really good, and here you are today. Well, I would say that my nephew was yes. home brewing in his garage. See, there a you go. A couple years, he brought bottles of beer, you know, to our family get-togethers. And one day, he said, hey, I want to open a brewery. And so I said, okay, if you need anything, let me know. So a year later, he came back to Thanksgiving, and he said, hey, you know, I couldn't open a brewery. He thought he could make it in his garage or whatever to make it legitimate. And I said, well, let me give me six months. I'll drive around. I was just a beer drinker. Sure. Um, so me and the wife, just, you know, we're both um, retired law enforcement. So we just kind of drove around. Thanks for your service, by the way. Thanks, the for your, thanks for your service. Well, I appreciate it. You yeah. know, l- lucky I'm still, you know, here. Yes. And uh, <laughs> just a joke. But, the, um, you know, we got to go around and see and then the, the love that breweries had and the sharing and the everything that everybody gave us this info. And it was just it was astonishing to us. And so we said about six months of checking it out. We said, hey, we'll open a brewery. And, yeah. and we spent another like four or five months looking for a place. 
And then here came Pacific Islander Beer Company, you know, eight years ago now. Wow. Um, and, you know, we're just about the neighborhood. We're not trying to be, you know, the stones of the world, no, or no, the, no. you know, Lagunitas of the world. You know, we have really neighborhood roots in uh, East County and Santee. So, and trying to make beers that, like, if you walked in, you'd love to drink them. And that's what I would say. If you said anything about our brewery, it'd be that the hospitality is awesome. It's the Islander hospitality. And, you know, we make drinkable beers. If you came in, you'd find a beer that you could drink. Right. And I'm, and I'm the kind of guy, I walk in, they say, and you've got a wall of 5,682,003 different flavors. And now it's only joking. You're one less than that. So I asked, uh, I always ask the, the lady or the guy behind it, what would you drink? I'm just looking for a good IPA. And I've never been failed. And I'm coming to your place probably next week. What are your hours? So we're in Santee on 8665 Argent Street. Okay. Um, right off of the main town of, of you know, Santee. Right, so right. We always joke if you go by the brewery, you know, and you missed it, you shouldn't be drinking. So, um, yeah, we're an industrial, but we're on, and some of the things that, you know, makes us different is we are Islanders. I'm an Islander. And so, I mean, I, you come here, you know, the patio, this palm tree, you know, that hang out and social. And that's what. Do your recipe, do your recipes come from the island? I mean, are are they kind of island specific with, with like with ingredients? So, oh, you might not be able to hear uh, me. Just on, you know, talk, 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 and have a few beers. And, yeah, yeah. And enjoy supporting. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I tell you what, and, and I've heard so much about you. Uh, that I personally am involved with. I'm big on, like, you come here and use our facility. We there don't you charge go. anything. You know, we want to just come here and support the neighbors because without doing that, as you know, you know, we everybody fails. You know, right. especially the beer industry. So, yeah. and even you, you, you know, get down here and have a beer. And yeah. Have a beer on me. You yeah. know, I mean, everybody at, you know, at San Diego Coalition, they just, the Alpha Coalition, they work their butt off yeah. just to, you know, to pick up trash in the desert so we have a place to go. Yeah. And that's what the emphasis should always be. It's yeah. not about me selling beers. No. It's no. about keeping our desert open. You know, and being able to go down there and keep the knuckleheads from doing stupid things, so that we can still have a trail to ride on. Yeah, but it takes businesses. So, it takes businesses like yours to offer the space and the time to help get the word out, because that's just about as big of a challenge as it is keeping the deserts clean, getting the word out. Oh, totally. And I and I think that sometimes it's it's connecting with the right people. You know, right. like just like the brewery. You know, I own it, and I got to. You know, I got to work it and then trying to be involved with the community. Sometimes, it, you know, it can get lost in the shuffle and trying to keep because everyone, especially in the beer industry, people care about their community. This isn't yep. trying to be the next richest person. Or, yep. You know, you love making beers. You love drinking beers. You love laughing with people. And then, you know, we have an opportunity to touch the community. And I, I don't know a brewery in San Diego or in California that does not want to really touch their community um so but in my reality with them they're the ones that do all the hard work you know yeah. i just show up you know and, yeah. and yeah. everybody wants it you know oh, the, yeah, i want to drink a beer you know and it's like you know <laughs> all these people in the back end you know that have to you know organize everything bring everything yeah. 
you know, bring all the trash bags to pick up stuff. People just don't understand how simple it is. And yeah. we see it in our community. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. And then and you taking the time out to, you know, to put it out on, you know, on ah. the net. But the support is the support San Diego Off-Road Coalition. Right. I mean, exactly. if you came here, you'd go like, okay, I got a new place to come do and drink beers. Exactly. happened by you showing up. Exactly. But at the same time as we need to keep our desert, you know, open, you know, and and keep politicians from making stupid decisions because we have a very small group of individuals yeah. that do crazy stuff in the desert. And then they think that everybody. I know. Makes me insane. Yeah. Hey, get my information from Audrey. I do an hour that's just open air, and maybe I'll have you come in the studio or maybe call in, and let's talk about yeah, totally. Well, talk about the industry because you oh. know a lot of people don't realize every brewery is different than the next brewery unless they're you know buying other people's you know brew. It's so unique. It's like a restaurant. You know how many different oh. Mexican restaurants are out there, and there's no two alike unless it's Taco Bell. Right, so I have to tell. I got to let you go, but I got to tell you one more thing. And if you don't laugh, so I'm at a barbecue championship judging thing. So I get there, and all they got's water. Jesus, (laughs) guess I should have brought a freaking cooler. So then I decided, well, what the hell? I says, hey, any chance I can grab a beer? Oh yeah, no problem. They brought me a Coors Light. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. That's not beer. I can't drink a state of water. Tell you. How long it's been. <laughs> and I looked at it and I went, oh, wow, this is really going to be good. But it did kill the taste between the different samples of barbecue. But, man, I am not doing that again ever. Well, next time that you do something like that, you're welcome to come down. And we'll, we'll throw some beers in a little cooler for you to go up there yeah. and pimp us out. And then you ask them, you know, we'll throw in, you know, the light beers, the, right. the pale, throw a pale pineapple, a couple of double IPAs in there. Damn. And then you can go like, okay, at the end of it, you're really happy. And <laughs> and then you can, you know, yeah. out. And but all the food would have reality, actually tasted you know, good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'd be happy to, you know, go on and go on the well, radio station. But you and I, you and I, hollow for taking yeah, the time. My pleasure. You and I need to stay in touch because I do KUSI TV. And I'd love to get you on if you're doing a special event. We can get some cars together, you know, whether it be hot rods. I can get motorcycles yeah. together. You they come to KUSI. You promote whatever event you're doing, and then that way, people let it's just more people's eyeballs on. Uh, on yeah, your, on totally. Your and, and 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 we'll we'll be happy to. I know you will. Uh, That's why know, I'm saying we've been talking out in the back of KUSI exactly. and the bricks. And, and sit on the bricks and have a few beers. And, so, so. You know, life is way too short to be worrying about hey. the money. The money will come if you take take care of the people that are That's, you know, around you. And so, everybody uh, needs to give penny to a million, period. Totally. Brother, starts with a penny. look forward gotcha. to talking to you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Aloha. That's Dirt Radio, FM 961 The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to the CWRC Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Gotcha, Audrey. Gotcha. PRMI Mortgage. Great company down. If you're looking to refi, you're in the military, looking for a GI loan, looking for just questions on buying and selling, whether it's in the state of California or out, 
Chris Wiley is where you need to go. Go to PRMIMortgage.com. Check him out. Also, SSORM Magazine. Anything going on off-road, San Diego Off-Road Magazine is where you need to go. They've been doing this since the 80s. They know the desert like the back of their hand. Why? Because they live out there in Ocotillo Wells. But you can get, get them online, SSORM.com. You get all kinds of technical. Uh, Ed writes a couple articles a month. There's classifieds. There's games for the kids. Uh, there's historical information. Coming events. They have a coming great events, coming events column. If you're looking for something to do in the future, they have it covered. And don't they do what's open, what's not open, where you, what you, where you can sleep, where you can't sleep? Well, that would probably fall under my column for the most part. Would that be yours? Are you pretty up to date on that? Yeah. Yeah. Any changes, we uh, we cover it. Yeah, you got to hit it. Now, now they're online as well? or, or They're they... only online now. Since the pandemic, okay. they stopped with the paper, okay. and they only have it online. And you know what happened when they went online is they just about tripled the length of the magazine. Oh, by going online? By going online, right. Because paper, you have, well, yeah, you have physical yeah, limitations. Weight, yeah, it can only be so long and, and heavy. Exactly. So, uh, but you can go on to Amazon and order it, and it comes really nice. Very beautiful, thick paper, um, and it's, and you, you get the whole thing, and it's, it's beautiful. It costs $15. Um, you get it overnighted from Amazon next day, and, and it's great. And it, the ones that I've put pictures in that I've done or gotten a call for the Mother's Day one in there, you know, I made sure that I bought them on Amazon so I actually have a physical copy of it. Yeah, I, I had a couple printed myself. It it came surprisingly nice, a lot nicer quality than the uh, the the paper magazine they had before. Well, yeah, but they couldn't so, do that. I mean, no, it, no, no. The quality is way higher. No. It would cost a, their circulation was stupid. Yeah, they were still making, is. I don't know. I forget how many thirty thousand, forty thousand. Oh, it had to be more than that. It seems like every Seven Eleven, every every, every yeah, place every you stop for gas. Yeah, every was... Albertsons, Vons, every gas station had them. Yeah, there was a rack, and there it was, right there. So, so yep. we, we were talking about the Minnewawa Truck Trail on Otai Mountain, and uh, to close on that, I, I believe that if the, the Border Patrol knows there's a hot spot, there's an area of active uh, problems. Why don't they put people there? It's just, it boggles well, because, my mind. Because they, they don't have anybody. Is well, what where are they? They got process, a hot spot. They're Why pro- are, because they're processing the people coming across. This is what they'll tell yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I've gone uh, dual sporting out in the backcountry, motorcycle riding, and sometimes you see those guys just sitting there. They're looking at a magazine. Well, when's the last time you've seen phone? the border crossing off Old 94 open? You know, it was closed the last time I went through there. <laughs> Funny thing, yeah. huh? Blew right I've been, by. I've been through there because that's one of my road trip, you know, road test oh, routes. testing cars, yeah. And, yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, it's like the, when's the last, 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 last time you went to L.A. and you had to get got stopped at the border at San Onofre? Years. How about Escondido? Yeah. Never. Never. I mean, it's mm-hmm. been. So, but the Highway Eight by Buckman su- Springs—that one was uh, closed the last so time I So you're surprised there. no one's going to come running and seeing why you're going up you know, this, this. I don't know where they are. Gate well, with the magic they lock. The- when we held, 
when we held our, our public land event on in September 24th last year, and we did that event, when we did the trail cleanup, um, you know, we were talking to the Border Patrol in regards to that, the one right there off of the 94 in Campo and having it open. And they told us that they don't have the manpower to manage. Right. And Where when we the, did the hard cleanup, they, they're lacking. Will you just, do me a favor, Audrey, and get this guy you, a television I, I want to go set. to another. The, it makes the, me the, crazy. Three-hour line at the border. Audrey, we have to get him a TV set. There's no. Oh, where God, are yeah. they? It's making they're, me crazy. They've, half of them have been fired. The other half yes. ha- were they're, let go because they wouldn't get say. vaccinated. Uh, they just, yeah, they this week we just lost 20 more uh, San Diego PD and, yeah. and because they refused to get vaccinated. Right. So they laid off 20 more San Diego <clears throat> yep. PD, that's, even that's though Gloria says, oh, no, no, they didn't. They're they're moving locations or retiring. <laughs> no, that's not right. Todd Gloria. Moving Believe to me, their I know. And, and yeah. yes, exactly. See, because they they don't get what the repercussions of this is going to be over a shot yeah. that should be your choice. I mean, yes, it's they just don't. And then once they do get to that end of that road where chaos is unbelievable then it's just going to be three times as hard to go back and fix everything because would you go to work for the san diego pd for 60k oh heck no well (laughs) you know what i'm saying just to carry walk around with a bulletproof vest on all day yeah and the kind of people you have to talk to or ride a horse where they will yell at you (laughs) if you try to move on it no stop and think about it these people have got it all backwards if you're gonna hire somebody to do what you want them to do, you need to pay them because you're not yeah. getting. Yep. But there are a few crazies out there that will run to the fire, <clears throat> and that's yeah. what they yeah. hope for. Same it's, thing with the military. It's it's it's. A Would you join the military, get a rifle, and head out into a country you don't know anything about? Maybe when I was 19, but not now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's okay. the killer right there. Anyway. So, so we we've beat this uh, Minnewawa Trail to death. There's a few other things I'd like to discuss. So I had a, I had three meetings last week. Uh, Tuesday I had a San Diego County Fish and Wildlife meeting. Didn't have a lot of off road stuff, but um, Audrey, we uh, approved another grant for the, uh, the the hunting group, the 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 game and fishing game. Uh, the, where they shoot no. the, the the pheasant training for the kids grant. Anyway, <laughs> they have a there was an application. Uh, so the the Fish and Wildlife Commission the approves grants. Hunt. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. The junior pheasant junior hunt. Junior pheasant hunt for the kids, yes. Okay, so you got it. So, so the um, the agency collects fines, and they redistribute those in the community for uh, uh, re- projects that right. help. And so the uh, junior pheasant hunt got a grant. Oh, good. How much? Uh, it's like $800. It wasn't very high. Oh, the, uh, oh The San Diego River... Foundation, they got like a four thousand dollar grant for working on restoring some of the river property. So that was something. Uh, we also had a, a Mojave Trails National Monument meeting. So you know there, there's a big monument out there. I got to see a map of it, which is not where I thought it would be, but it's one point six million acres. This was an Obama uh, proclamation, and now they're working on a management plan for it. And I'm on the committee. What's it going to be for? Well, protect the land. But you could maybe go out on it? Well, 
That depends on how the management plan goes. Wow. If I have anything to do with it, there's going to be lots of routes. Yeah. Right. We want, I want to preserve legal access. That, that's my well, motivation yeah, for being yeah, on yeah. this, this call, group. Call Obama and say, hey, man. Hey, man, you really I need your help. If you want people to really know who this land is because of, and you don't want to be negative and say, I can't go out and look at the land that he gave it to me. Uh, yeah. Obama's gone. I know. Um, so but I'm working on that. Not, he's not gone. He's still around. He's not gone. What makes you think he's gone? You see the picture of him and Biden and everyone's shaking his hand and he, Biden's like trying to. He's in the White House. Okay. Let's in. not even go there. Okay. The third meeting I had, Audrey, we missed you the other night. The Dirt Rider Foundation had its first meeting with Desiree, Justin, uh, Shad, and mm. myself. So that's a, a oh, 501c3 organization. And C3s are a little bit different than SDRC, which is a C4. Right. Corv is a C7. They're uh, eligible for uh, grants that the others are not. And uh, people can donate money to it and write that off of their taxes. Right. So we're, we're sort of working on what our future is going to hold. So that was... Um, that was a fun, and that was at a beer place in uh, uh, San Marcos. And you don't drink beer. I know. Well, I had I had a small. I thought one. you said you didn't want to talk about beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, my like a like a honey blonde ale from Pacific Island Brewery is delicious. And I'm not a big beer drinker, right. but my like a like a honey blonde, OMG, it is <laughs> delicious. Hold that, you've almost got Ed turning green. Uh-huh. So finish up what you were where, where you were. Okay, uh, so that because you got those grants, what what what, and then so now, we're going to be looking, a once a year meeting. Is this thing? Gonna, I mean, is it government backed or is it just local? No, no, this is a local okay, organization. Gotcha. This group, uh, well, and we're trying to figure out what things we what type of events yeah, we want to do. Yeah. We're probably well, they're going to be doing the cleanup during the Lost Lizard Fun Run. Mm-hmm. They uh, will probably be planning. Uh, some kind of uh, disabled veterans event in the desert, putting disabled veterans in vehicles and, and driving around. Um, something I'm really hoping that Audrey and myself can do is to get a grant from California uh, OHV Parks and put on the uh, Imperial Sand Dunes Glamis cleanup uh, next year. I think it would, God, it's hard to imagine planning for 2024, but... I would really like to have Audrey and myself team up, get a sizable grant, and really do a proper cleanup out there. Buy lots of uh, cleanup materials, good food, other stuff, and have a lot of people out there, collect a lot of trash, and have a great event. Audrey, are you in? I'm in. Awesome. Okay. Um, There is, I got an email that kind of, pleasantly surprised me from the Bureau of Land Management. Uh, they're calling it Mecca-Copia. So there's a place called Mecca Hills. It's north of the Salton Sea, just north of it. And if you go around to the uh, northeast side of the Salton Sea, there's an area there that has a lot of dirt hills and a lot of trails around there. And the BLM is looking into making that an open area. This is pretty cool. So this is the riverside... Sorry, it's in Riverside County. It's the Palm Springs Bureau of Land Management office. They have no open areas in their vast amount of desert areas that they they manage. How big, how big do you think this area is? Uh, I was out there a couple of years ago, and it was really a nice area. And I 
wanted to go back. I haven't been back yet, but I wanted to. I thought this is a nice area to go riding. You mm. could camp, and there's a bunch of hills and little gullies to ride around in. Mm. And what makes it a nice area for open riding is to the east is the big mountain that you can't really cross. To the west is the Salton Sea. And the mountain on the south, it kind of kind of angles down towards the Salton Sea. And then to the north, there's some fields and communities. So it's, it's nicely encapsulated. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't have people go there and then go off to crazy places, do things they shouldn't do. So it's, it's nice and constrained. It has nice off-roading. A little bit hard to get to, but I think the people that live in, uh, like, the Greater Palm Springs, Indio, Palm Desert, Coachella, that area, oh, they'll that, come. that would be a nice area for them to, not too far away. Yeah. For me San in San Diego, Diego, it's kind of a drive. Yeah, but even still, I mean, if you could take your trailer out there. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to you camp. There's a, there's a really nice place with full hookups for trailers right there called Glamis North Hot Springs. Um, and a lot of people get confused because it has an Glamis in it, but it is right there at the north of the Salton Sea. Um, and it's gorgeous. You can have full hookups. They got a pool, a little restaurant, other little area right there. So it's a nice family um, destination to go camping for the weekend. And then you can go over and go riding in that open area right there. Um, they have it. It's all open. You cross the street out of Glamis North Hot Springs and you go directly into um, uh, what are big. Um, Oh my gosh, why am I blinking out right now? The canyons that are right there, the the big um beautiful basically like washes, but but you got the hundred foot walls as you go through it. And I'm blinking out on what that's called right now, and I can't believe I am. I, um I don't know either. But I've I've been out in that general area. There is a vast amount of desert between the Salton Sea and the Colorado River that is magnificent yeah. to explore. Well, I mean it's easy to say we why. Take a quick break. Uh, well, no, we're going down to get somebody downstairs. Uh, okay. You know when 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 you got. I mean, there's got to be a point in time where, you know, maybe they're going to open something and close something else. You know, I don't know because I'm skeptical when they okay. open. They're going to open up something as big as this without saying. By the way, now so they're going so, through what's called the NEPA process, right. National Environmental Policy Act. And uh, the the process has a number of steps. And the first step when they do something, it's called scoping. Mm -hmm. They want to sort of like gather, figure out what the scope of the project is going to be. And so they're accepting comments uh, at the scoping level. So they're right at the beginning. So we don't know what's going to happen, but this is the... This is the idea that they presented, and so I'll be doing scoping comments. Well, you will keep your thumb, your ear to the ground. I will. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You listen to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. This segment is brought to you by K&J Termite and Pest Control. It's a family-owned and operated business, and for over 45 years, they have been taking care of homes with bugs. So if you have a bug, 619-441-7378, give them a call. They'll come out, take a look, do inventory, and tell you how, what you need to do for the short term and the long term. And that's why we recommend them. K&J Termite and Pest Control. Give them a call, 619-441-7378. All right, so we were talking about uh, Mecca Copia. 
Otherwise known as Mecca Hills. Mecca Hills. And you remember when those airplanes collided uh, over uh, Akatia Wells a couple oh, yeah. years ago? Is that where it was? Uh, the big plane. It was a, a fueling plane and a, a bomber or fighter. So the, the fighter crashed in Akatia Wells, and the bomber landed uh, near Mecca right in this area. So, bomber. Just some trivia. Yeah, a little trivia there. So right. uh, I'm interested in this. I hope it goes through. I'll be yeah, uh, writing comments uh, probably this week. I'm kind of excited about it. It's really encouraging. And I hope there's nothing out there that the Enviros... Uh, Figure out you know, to stop it. Yeah, they say this is the hill we die on. So remember we were talking about side-by-sides and how there was a tragic accident um, near Barstow right. recently. So they arrested a guy. Edgar Ivan Galindo Diaz was picked up for a felony hit-and-run. And he actually turned himself in. He wow. turned himself in, so he sobered up and he, he turned himself in. Figured I yeah. better go in now. That's what, that's what we're all assuming. Um, <laughs> after all of the legwork, there was a lot of online detectives that did a lot of work. Um, the police ended up going to the property several days in a row um, looking for him. It was a top priority case, and I think all the online pressure um, and I think everything from from the off-road community. Uh, he ended up turning himself in. Uh, they just actually announced the, the felony charges yesterday um, for him. He's got four um, charges of vehicular manslaughter and hit and run, felony hit and run against him uh, for it. So, um, and that this is just the beginning. You know, as the case builds, we'll we'll find out more. I know a lot of people are asking about the passengers. Um, you know, the the people who were talking online and. You know, whether or not those were just online trolls talking some trash or not, um, I'm not sure about. But it is, I think it's a huge relief um, that, you know, he he did do the right thing and he did turn himself in to, to face his punishment. So, Wow. Well, I hate to say it, but, you know, you never know. Everything sometimes happens for a reason. Maybe this will be something that will you know, move the side-by-side industry. Uh, you know, I don't know what, I don't have any answers right now, but there's got to be, there's got to be something, whether it's training when you buy the unit yeah. and you actually have mm-hmm. a license to drive the unit. And I mean, just like with a motorcycle, you right. have to take a training course yes. for a motorcycle and you have to get a motorcycle license. It, but that's for the street, the not the for the off-road industry. But it, it should be, wouldn't you, don't you agree it should be for the off-road? No. You don't think? I think with not for mini, kids, no. I, I think a, I think I, a six-year-old can ride a mini bike around without having a license. Well, I didn't say six years old. I, I, well, I, I agree we with that. I'm talking specific side-by-sides. I am talking specific. I agree with um, side-by-sides that side-by-side drivers should have a license, like a street yes. license, now, and yes. they should have a now, special endorsement. I don't endorsement. think the single seat, the kid ones, yeah. I don't think little 50s. I don't think go-karts. I don't think the little single seat, you know, 200 for the kid. Um, I, I, definitely not, you know. I think you, these side-by-sides are adult vehicles. They have a lot of power. They have a lot of capability. They, there's a lot of responsibility driving them. You, would you put a 10-year-old behind the wheel of one of these things? Do you have to have insurance on those? No. No, it's not required. You do. I don't believe off-road you are required to have insurance. I think it should be required. 
Because, look, we've got a family right now that are facing medical situations. So you mean like liability insurance? Yeah. That That is a good idea to be discussed. I, I don't – I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, we should or no, we no, should. No, 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 no. I, I think we should go over the, the pluses and minuses and try to come up with a well, it an also, equitable solution. It also could be a choice, just like you have. Well, having, currently it's a choice. Lots right. of people do get insurance even though it's not required. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying because mm-hmm. – it's a choice, and it's no different than having that service for helicopters and ambulances when you go to the desert. It's a choice. Yep. If you have it, yep. you're, you're golden. If you don't have it, you're in serious financial You're trouble unless you have more money than you know what to do with. And that's why I'm saying you should offer liability insurance when you buy a side-by-side. I didn't. I wouldn't say you make it mandatory. Well. It's a, it's currently available if you want it. Yeah. You can get it you can get it on your motorcycle, ATV, you right. can get it on any vehicle if you choose. Very few people choose. get that insurance. Well, of course not. And cuz nobody um, thinks it's ever going to happen to them. And, and in general the people who don't get it are more likely to be the ones to have the problem. <laughs> you think? So so oh. that adds a yeah. twist to it. Hold my um, beer. I've been talking to the Corva uh, board of directors about creating a, a education or, or training video. And they told me that tread lightly has something. And, and I looked at tread lightly and it's not really, they have stuff, they have videos, but not what we, I think are envisioning. Like I would like to see, yeah, but I don't know, a 10 I minute that video. That, I believe they're working on it. I believe that's part of, in the, uh, that's something that's in the works between Mindy um, and what Mindy has been trying to work on. I know they just got a new Arizona representative, and Brandon is stepped up for Southern California. And I believe that, um, I hope, by the new season, they are supposed to be issuing out a bunch of new um, uh, literature, educational information, um, and videos uh, for us. Um, You know, a a quick 10-minute little video or or something, 15, 20-minute video in regards to what's needed for it. Preparing yourself for going out there, your pre-trip walk around of your vehicle, you know, making sure you have the proper riding gear, making sure you have everything that, that you need and for where you're going, you know, and, and heaven forbid you get into that emergency situation. Do you have that emergency water, emergency food snack, you know, in your, in your toolbox or in your ice chest with you while you're out on the road? You know, do you have that emergency life kit, one life trauma kits? Heaven forbid somebody get injured and their arm gets ripped off when they roll and they, you know, automatically stick their arm out. Can you do something to stop the bleeding until you can get that medical? We need a tourniquet. Remember the tourniquet story? Yeah, I got Um, a tourniquet. And and you know what they don't mention is a lot of times we're out in the desert and we're in places where our phones don't work. And now satellite emergency radios are are much easier to get, more affordable. You can rent them too. That's a good point, Dave. You're only going out for the weekend. You could rent, rent one, one for your, for your four trips a year, right. for your four big trips. You rent a rent it. phone, you get the insurance, so when you drive over it, you'll realize you don't have to pay for it. That's <laughs> one that we recommend you get yeah. your insurance. So I don't know what it costs. <laughs> well, as long as you don't um, use it. But yeah, right 20 now, 40 bucks. You can buy a satellite phone for like 125 I think it's $125 for a satellite phone right now. Um, I looked at. I bought one actually at the beginning of co- of COVID um, because at the beginning of COVID, that's when um, California said, "Oh, we're going to go through and we're going to take down all these repeaters on top of the mountains, and we don't like the two way 
ham radios. We don't, you know, that, that communication is an outdated form of communication, and we're going to remove all of these repeaters. So two years ago, the state of California said that they basically didn't like two-way ham radio communication, and they were going to be removing repeaters. God, and that's a, God forbid a form of people who are not part of the government talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. Trust yeah. out there. All right, we're out of here. Thanks, kids. Thank you, Audrey. I'll see you in a few minutes. S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl, the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.